Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. To another episode of Today in Sports Betting. I am your host, Devin Ellington, or at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. You can find the show and the rest of the crew on at Hoopball Gaming. As well as over at hoop-ball.com. Which the show wouldn't be, wouldn't be possible without. Make sure to go over there, check out our premium as well as our free content. The blurbs and the tickers on the side for updated information in these crucial NBA playoff moments are huge. We got off-season news, off-season work already put in for you for next year's fantasy basketball stuff. We've got lots in store for you on this show today. I'm going to rapid fire through some baseball. I'm going to cover college baseball. We're going to get ready for the Super Regionals. Kind of just going to recap what happened. Want to highlight the team right now? There's some accounts that you need to go follow. But it needs to happen after you leave us a subscribe on Spotify, if that's what you're listening on, a five-star review on Apple Music, if you're, or Apple Podcasts, sorry, if you're using an Apple product. Trying to crack the top 12. 
of sports betting podcasts on Apple. And we are, you know, chasing it down. We're trying to get there. We need your help. So if you screenshot those five-star reviews, send them over to us at team at hoopball.com via email, or you can send it to me or at hoopballgaming on Twitter. Send the screenshot with your review. Leave some words. Five-star reviews get you an opportunity to win some cash. So, the promo codes get talked about at the middle of the show. I'm not going to really worry about those at the top today. Manscaped.com, the lawnmower 4.0 just came out. Use promo code HOOPBALL20 to get 20% off and free shipping. MyBookie.ag, bet, win, get paid. Use promo code HOOPBALL. Go over there, let them know we sent you. I would not sign up for any rollover bonuses. Just get in there, get in there quick. Use the promo code let them know Devin said hey. And then I would suggest get going with Bitcoin. That's how you get your money in and out. Hootball 20 for Manscaped, Hootball for my bookie. Okay, first and foremost, Super Regionals. Let's crack down some of this stuff. And then we will talk about the Major League Baseball card. And that will probably wrap the show. Well, there's one NBA game, so I'll toss a couple plays out there. Went nine and four and one in the wager pass last night for 7.3 units in profit. Big night. I needed that. I've been missing a lot of games by hooks. I've had a lot of losers. I had a three and eight day the other day. So, you know, this is nice. Um, I spent Monday in the lab. I didn't have any plays. So it's always good to have those first immediate results outside of the lab be positive because it makes you feel like your preparation is worth something or your process actually can work, you know, in circumstances, you know, it, it just, it is a little confidence boost, I will say. But most importantly, I don't like giving out losers. I am not a big time, you know, giving out losers guy. I I don't like to do it. So Big night last night, big night tonight. We have every day and each moment to look forward to. So we got to capitalize on what's in front of us. Sure, it was great. We talked about it. Moving on. Come join the Discord. That is a part of the premium. I'm going to harp on that because we just brought in a brand new talent. Well, not brand new. He was with Hootball a little while ago. We're going to try him out. We want to get him back in here full time. Uh, If you... Our board right now, go follow him at, well, if, even if you're not bored, but it's Jay Martinez, 4242. Jonathan Martinez, he uh, is a multi-sport capper, has a podcast of his own that he talks mostly about Chicago bets. And uh, yeah, he's got it all covered, each and everything. So give him a chance, give him a check, and we are expanding the roster. So Speaking of which, if you are interested in writing or talking or making sales calls, you need to reach out to me because we are recruiting for Hootball and specifically for this division. I'm looking to round out this team. I've got a couple of spots I'm looking at, and I really, really just want to bring in some fresh handicapping uh, stuff. So 
if you have a writing sample, if you have a talking sample, send it on over. It doesn't even need to be that, you know, there's nothing professional business meeting like at all. You know, we will shoot the breeze via, uh, you know, DM. And then, you know, we can link up with email. So at DALE, let me know if you're interested. Recruitment call. Okay, NCAA baseball. East Carolina Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt was one of the more heavy favorites. I think they exposed themselves a little bit. They had to come from behind in just about every game in their regional, and they struggled and uh, had to get to extra innings against teams that they probably should have just destroyed. Now they're going up against East Carolina in the first round, and they're hosting the Super Regional. So let's see if they turn their act together. It's 11 a.m. on Friday. Uh, Nice, wonderful way to start the day. And then we've also got um, 2 p.m. game, 5 p.m. game, 8 p.m. game. So three-hour spacings. And this is what I love about the college baseball tournament. They do it so perfectly. It is a beautiful touch. NCAA basketball tournament, you know, the March Madness tournament, they do it great also. The baseball tournament is, is phenomenal. So anyways, Vanderbilt has very strong pitching. But for some reason, they were giving up a ton of runs. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My, my thing is, I, I don't think East Carolina wins here. Vanderbilt, I think, has a shot to get right, move on. And a lot of people are, you know, I think you can buy low on them because a lot of people are just kind of eh, on, on their regional performances. So look for Vanderbilt to sneak by. Um, Stanford coming out of the Stanford Regional, Texas Tech winning their home Lubbock Regional. Um, you know, they, they had some tests. Texas Tech did, but overall they they just did what they should have and they performed really well. Stanford, it was a little bit of a weird regional for them, um, kind of odd collection of teams. And if they didn't come out, then some weird stuff was really just happening. So this this game, you know, got to give the nod to Texas Tech for the simple fact that they're the home host. They are a very dominant seed. They have some phenomenal pitching. I don't think Stanford has the depth or the gas to match Texas Tech. And I could see Tech controlling this game. NC State and Arkansas, Fayetteville Regionals. So NC State came out of their regional. They weren't supposed to. They, I think they're probably like my second or third choice to come out of their regional. Fayetteville, Arkansas, number one overall seed. I don't really need to do a deep dive on this one, but you know, Arkansas with 49 wins on the year. Um, I think you know where I'm going. Ole Miss, Arizona. Arizona won the Tucson Regional, which Grand Canyon, UC Davis, as well as Oklahoma State were in. And, you know, that regional just kind of was what it was. And the elimination games were not entertaining. Um, My Oklahoma State Cowboys did not have a showing, like, at all. Ole Miss won their home regional, the Oxford Regional. And they beat Southern Miss, who was the, you know, those were the top two teams I thought were going to be duking it out in that regional. And they uh, played in the last elimination game. Southern Miss had a chance to break through. 
but they didn't. Um, this is truly a toss-up. Ole Miss, Arizona, these are very evenly ranked teams. 43 wins for Arizona, 44 for Ole Miss. I'm looking to see just kind of what happens here. It's the nightcap. So this is probably going to be less invested and more viewership just for the simple fact that it's later at night and uh, the other three games feature some of the top dominant programs and prospects um, right now. So moving on to Saturday, we're going to lightning buzz through this because I need to jump on the MLB card. We have some games starting early today and I want to get this show out. Hoop ballers. Let's talk about your balls. Yep, your balls and the area around them. Let's talk about manscaped.com. Go there and use promo code HOOPBALL20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0. Use the promo code and go check out all the tools they have of trimming the hedges and taking care of your lawn. Like the Lawnmower 3.0 with a built-in LED light to help you get into those dark thigh crevices on the inner parts. Also, the Gooch. It is hard to get to the Gooch if you can't see it. So use the LED light with the anti-tugless technology on the Razor. Full, long battery life. Then check out the Weed Whacker. Bring that out of the shed. Use it on your shrubs. Cut down what you need down to bare minimum if you need to. It's got a nice anti-tugless technology just like the Lawnmower 3.0. It's also got a lithium battery. And best news of all, these things are waterproof. So that way you can do it in the shower and take care of business in the cleanest way possible. Hoopball20 is the promo code that's going to get you free shipping as well as 20% off. I recommend using it. I recommend getting the complete care kit with your free shipping and your 20% off. Spend a little extra, get a lot more. There's a good care kit there for us gentlemen. Face scrub, shampoo, ball treatment, and the area that surrounds our balls. I believe there's even a pair of underwear in there for our balls. So yeah, that's going to conclude the talk about our balls. Now let's talk about bets. MyBookie.ag is where all the hoop ballers take care of their winnings and where we place all of our wagers that we post in our article in the wager pass as well as our free plays and our Discord chats. Yes, MyBookie.ag. Use promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. Let them know that we sent you. Hell, specifically type in my name. I want them to know. But most importantly, you got to let them know what podcast that is. And it is Today in Sports Betting. You let them know that we sent you. And then we, as a family, get to grow. And then we get to set you up to reap more benefits. And that is what's important to us because we are here to help you win money. And that is why we recommend my bookie. Their slogan is bet, win, get paid. And it's quite simply that easy. Use Bitcoin to get going. That's a high recommendation of VM Center at Vince Miracle, our guy. It's a recommendation of me. It's so easy. Dan Bespris, the podfather, Aaron Bruski, the godfather, they get in there, they get going with Bitcoin, they get their money in and out, and it's easy peasy. Hoopball's the promo code. 
Use that. Let them know that we sent you mybookie.ag. Bet, win, get paid. Now, as a podcast, we have your balls and your bets covered. And without further ado, we have today in sports betting. Dallas Baptist in Virginia. I really love this Dallas Baptist team. I talked about them going into the Fort Worth Regional, and I believe that they were going to have success, and they were the only team that could really match TCU because they have powerful pitching. Virginia, they kind of lucked through. Um, if I remember right, it was the Columbia Regional they were in, and I'm trying to remember... Man, I'm going off the top of my head, but I, I know that they they beat the host team in the final elimination game to move on. Um, anywho, I'm high on Dallas Baptist. I'm high on Dallas Baptist. Notre Dame, Mississippi State, Starkville hosting again. Notre Dame, um, you know, both of these teams were in some unique regionals. Notre Dame in there with Central Michigan. Central Michigan almost made it through, made some noise. And then uh, Mississippi State just kind of dominated, played that SEC style of uh, baseball. So speaking of SEC style of baseball, 6 p.m. on ESPN2 on Saturday, LSU, Tennessee. Man, this is actually a good one. LSU had to uh, get by Gonzaga, which they did all right on. Uh, don't mind the riding lawnmower in the background. And then they also – had to do two elimination games with Oregon. So they, they won twice against Oregon when it, when if they would have lost once, they would have been done. And Oregon was the host of the Eugene Regional. That was a very impressive collection of uh, teams. That was my favorite regional, I think. It was LSU, Duke, Liberty, and Oregon. Um, Tennessee, they, they struggled. Um, no, I'm sorry. Liberty was not in that Eugene regional. Um, they actually played against Tennessee in the Knoxville regional and uh, got up early on them. What I noticed from Tennessee is that they were able to stay composed in uh, all their regional games when they needed to. They got runs when they needed to. So looking for that to carry through into this super regional. LSU, though, watch out for them because they could get hot. So South Florida and Texas, I'm not expecting much on South Florida's end here. Texas has been so dominant for so long this season, and then they were also very dominant within their regional. They hosted, they dominated, and I think that's going to go ahead and continue. Dallas Baptist, um, look for them to make some noise. I think Texas Tech goes deep. I really like Tennessee's chances if they get by LSU first. And then... We'll see where the rest plays out, but those are uh, those are your super regional teams: uh, Tennessee, LSU, Virginia, Dallas Baptist, East Carolina, Vanderbilt, Stanford, Texas Tech, NC State, Arkansas, Mississippi State, Notre Dame, Texas, South Florida, Ole Miss, Arizona. That's two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, sixteen. Yes, we are correct. Okay. Let's cap the NCAA baseball. That's a really fun thing to talk about. Oh, shout out to Florida State for uh, the most consecutive, uh, what is it, elimination game wins in the Women's College World Series. They did it with 10, the 10th coming against home host Oklahoma in Oklahoma City in the Women's College World Series. Final Florida State, your national champion. How about that? 
That's why I love sports. Stuff that never happens can always happen. Let's move on to baseball of the professionals like. And more to come on this baseball stuff and the college stuff, you know, next season. Uh, would like some feedback if anyone's listening in that regard. You know, if you want to tell me what you think about the baseball stuff, if you're interested in it, if you want me to give it the axe or whatever. But I think next year it's something that I could look into deeper, scrub a little harder. Professional baseball. Like I said, we got some early games starting, and I've got four plays in the wager pass on these games, so I will just bring them up, familiarize, kind of guide you towards where I'm looking. And, uh, you know, if you figure out some of the wager pass plays, then you figure some of them out. Can't hide everything. I want to talk about some barreling percentages and hard hit percentages I've got in front of me. Pete Alonzo has been absolutely raking since he's come back. Um, And then we've also got James McCann with a 47.5 hard hit percentage for the Mets. Pardon my office chair being shifted around. And the two guys that surprised me on the Mets team that had, well, not two, but one, Dom Smith. And I guess this makes sense because he's a smart hitter. But hard hit percentage for him is only 35.7%. Uh, so the Mets, not a lot of team hard hit percentages. But I think today against Harvey, they're going to get, you know, and this is Harvey going against the Mets, the Dark Knight returning. Well, I mean, New York's coming to him. He's already pitched against. I think it's not a big deal anymore. Harvey, two-faced dent. Matt Harvey dent. Um, I really love what Ryan Mountcastle, Mancini, and Pat Valeka. Michael Franco had a three-run bomb the other night. I, I love what they're doing, but this team does not barrel up a lot of balls. They got one, two, three, four, five, six. They, they got seven guys under 8% barrel percentage, which puts them in the blue. Uh, using baseball savant blue is not good. They have two guys over 10% on the barrel percentage, and it's Ryan Mountcastle and Tra- uh, Trey Mancini. So if you if we look at you know weak percentages, um, comparing the Mets and the Orioles, and I'll get into the actual handicapping of this um, soon, but I just had these numbers in front of me, and I wanted to break them down, even though they're a six o'clock game. Um, I noticed that the Mets don't have a ton of weak hit percentages as a team. They top side a lot of stuff. And then the Orioles tend to offer up a lot of weak percentages. But yeah, now I have a I have a uh, I have a play on this earlier or later, and we'll talk about that. So I just I love baseball savant. I get distracted on it. So 105, Latell the opener. Kyle Gibson, man, Gibby is really, really good for the Rangers. He's 4 0. Over under eight. It's minus 110 to both teams. Um, look, Gibson's on the mound. We got a dominant bullpen opener kind of situation going for San Fran. Pitchers involved in the reasoning as to why San Fran's got such good pitching numbers against opponents and why hitters against them have bad numbers. So look, I'm 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 gonna chop it down. I like a first half, first five play. 
if we look at Kyle Gibson's expected WOBA, it's a 283, which is phenomenal. Hard hit percentage, 38.4%. Exit velocity is only 88.7% off of him. His K percentage is a little low, but it's still over 20%. His walk rate, really low, and a lot of uh, good stuff comes from him there. He doesn't walk a lot of guys, 7.3%. Throws a sinker a crap ton, and then we see a lot of his slider change and curve go into the bottom parts of the zone. He throws his curve 7.3% of the time, and then it's going to be for left-handed hitters in and down, down and in. So uh, he misses inside quite a lot on left-handed pitchers with his curveball. But his four-seam and his sinker, he throws a sinker the most. And Kyle Gibson's sinker is pretty nasty. His placement on it is really good. He's uh, pinpointing, uh, pinpointing it. Sorry, I'll try that again. Batters have less than a 5% barrel and solid percentage against him. So I think he grinds this game out into a positive way for Texas. I like San Fran in a smaller size in the first five. And then if you want to look at a total play, I might go ahead and uh, go to the wager pass. So... Moving on, Arizona-Oakland. Look, Manaya has been pitching phenomenal for Oakland. Matt Peacock has not. The bullpen for Arizona has not. Matt Peacock's numbers, his peripherals are just kind of woof. And if we look at Manaya, his last few starts has been great. His baseball savant page will be interesting to look at. You know, so I'm getting it loaded up right now. There's a couple of batters that I'm really interested in to see what they do today. See if they put Pender into the lineup. I do think that he has a chance to have some success if he gets into the lineup. And Shamanaya in his last here I'm pulling up some game logs here. So his issue that he's still recovering from is his first and second inning you know, lack of success. It's where he struggles the most with his ERA. In the first two innings, he got a 9.25 ERA. And what he's been doing in his last few starts is he's been settling in earlier. He has allowed the most home runs in those innings. And I'm going to look at some game logs and see how long it's been since he's allowed a home run in general. But, you know, the encouraging news on that, those first two innings is that he only had four walks. So, I mean, he wasn't walking a ton of guys. 1.25 whip in the first inning, 1.82 in the third. So, that is, you know, th- those are some areas to look for when we're looking at Shamanaya. And then I want to highlight scoring position. Guy's getting in scoring position on him. His whip's a .98. He's got 10 strikeouts, but a 10.13 ERA. He's faced 51 batters that have been in scoring position on him. 10 hits, 15 runs, 15 earned. He's got to get better there. So, runners at second and third, a 54 ERA. That's crazy. That's happened four times. So, four batters faced in that regard. So, in his last couple... He won against the Mariners. 
he had nine in- innings pitched, so he went the whole way. Yep. And this was way back on the second, so he's got a full week of rest here. Usually I would fade a start like that, but, you know, he's got a full week. Usually you don't get a full – well, maybe you do, full calendar week. Sometimes you don't. Four hits in April. His last couple starts were against the A's. I'm sorry, the Angels. He pitches for the A's. And he did not win either of those games. So we're looking, you know, I just want to see home runs, you know. Yeah, so he hasn't allowed a home run in his last three starts. His strikeup numbers are up. I believe his whip has a chance to come down. His fastball velocity is not that great. Fastball spin doesn't move all that much. Curveball spin, not that great. Like I said, he misses with that a lot. So, those are the early games. Just a little Shamanaya breakdown. Um, why not? I expect the A's to win, obviously. The run line has more value than the money line. And with some... Pitching from Sean Maniah, that could be dominant and an inefficient Arizona offense, even though they are very successful against lefties. Uh, I think, you know, there's some value to be had perhaps on the under. Real quickly, Cubs, Padres. This is just going to be a very interesting pitching matchup. We've got Jake Arrieta going against Yu Darvish. Yu Darvish, formerly of the Cubs. Arietta, you know, back with the Cubs. He's back off the IL, and the Cubs are plus 180. Underdogs against their former pitcher, over-unders eight. Uh, This is a 3-10 game. So, look, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I don't have a play on this one, and I am just going to look and see how this pitching matchup goes. I mean, this is the key component of it. So, um, Wisdom, Patrick Wisdom for the Cubs has just been phenomenal, and um, he's got a great last name. Look for him to continue ripping uh, if the Cubs are going to have a chance. I want to talk about the games I have no opinion on, and then we'll just move on in the stuff that is uh, important. Dodgers, Pittsburgh. I talked about this game yesterday. I talked about this series yesterday. Look, it's, it's the Pirates. It's it's the Dodgers. The Dodgers are only minus 175. I mean, a less than $2 favorite against the Pirates on the road. That doesn't happen that often. And actually, I said I wasn't going to have an opinion, but that m- number has moved down. I mean, I get it because – the Pirates are getting a you know one of their quality starters in there today, uh, and water levels out. But one seventy five for the Dodgers against the Pirates. When's that going to happen again? So, going to have to maybe look at that, just as a fun little personal bet. Um, originally, I said I wasn't going to have any opinion on this stuff, but look, that's that's how stuff happens. Colorado, Miami. I'm not touching. Gomer's on the mound. Um, Miami just announced their starter. Um, looks like it is Braxton Garrett, one of their uh, other prospects with a nine ERA on the year. So I'm not looking to dabble into that game too much. Washington, Tampa Bay, Patrick Corbin, the lefty against Sean McClanahan, the lefty. Um, all right. So 
I would love to take the over, but I just cannot trust Tampa Bay's offense. And whenever I do, they dud. And whenever I don't, they stud. So they score runs whenever I don't need them to. And so I'm just kind of looking to stay away from this one personally. And then Washington, I've had a tough feel on their over-unders this year. Um, so I'm not looking to really dabble too, too much into that. Then if we talk about Atlanta, Philly, I'll talk about Zach Eflin being in there. You know, Davidson, this kid for Atlanta, I don't know much about him. Atlanta's trying to get over 500. They're the road dog plus 120. There's value there in it for me, just for the simple fact that Atlanta's got some good bats. Over under nine has got some heavy shading to minus 120. Uh, I cashed on the over yesterday in this series with Smiley on the mound. So um, I am going to just go ahead and take my winnings from this series because I've noticed it's kicked my ass a little in the past. And I'm going to just go ahead and sit this one out. I think tomorrow we have a better pitching matchup again that we can exploit. So let's go ahead and just leave this one off the card for today. Cleveland, St. Louis. I really, really just want to jump on the over. Adam Wainwright's on the on the, uh, on the the docket today. Cleveland first five might entice me a little bit, but again, I want to look deeper into those things. Uh, originally, no opinion on the on the numbers here. Cleveland plus 108, the money line uh, on the road. They won last night against the Cardinals, and um, this was a series I'm not really looking to invest too much into because coming into this, they're the two teams – Individually, I didn't really have a successful few days handicapping. So looking to leave all that stuff off the card. Um, Might take a dabble on that Dodgers minus 175. Uh, I feel like there's pretty good value there, to be honest. Mets Baltimore started the MLB chatter with some numbers about that game with some barrel percentages, hard and weak hit percentages. Here's here's what I'm looking at. and man, there's been a major move in this in this uh, in this game here. It opened at plus or a minus one fifty five for the Mets. It's down to minus one thirty. I settled in at minus one forty five. Matt Harvey pitching against his former team. We talked about it a little bit. Tyon Walker. Look, I did have an original opinion on this game being on the Mets, but after all this fishiness, look, this is this is what happens is better. I just added something potentially to the card. I'm going to take something out. Look, with that movement, and without me digging right now and knowing exactly what that is based off of, there's something that we don't know right here. There's no guys that have been ruled in or out. Um... I mean, lineups haven't been set yet. Um, something – look, I'm, I'm thinking maybe someone for the Mets might get rolled out or rested. Maybe Pete Alonzo. He's been hot and fueling this offense. Maybe they give him a rest day because, you know, he's still coming back, getting ready from that injury. Yeah, so fish there. Fish, fish, fish. Okay, I'm going to – we're taking that one off. Uh, you know, I was going to roll the Mets, but I, I don't feel it now. So Milwaukee, Cincinnati, this is purely a great American ballpark play. Uh, yesterday we missed, but I got my helmet on and I got that wall that I'm determined to get through. So I'm going to hit with the over again. We got Mr. Brett Anderson and Victor Gutierrez 
um, or Vladimir Gutierrez on the mound. Uh, it's humid, 76 degrees in Cincinnati. It's uh, possible light rain, so we'll keep an eye out on that. And again, it's a venue play for me. Uh, we got over nine and a half. It's swelled to over 10. I would say take that. You know, pretty heavy chance at a push there. Double digits, always, you know, tough to look for. But I think that this game can be 6 5, you know, something like that. 95% of the money is on Cincinnati. Um, so that's, you know, that, that's a lot of money on Cincinnati. Um, Milwaukee's offense kind of hard to back, but I think they could be a sneaky stack in DFS today. Avisel Garcia, Travis Shaw's got power. If he gets a hold of one, he could hit a two run dinger, depending on who gets on before him. Um, over. I missed last night. It was a part of one of the losses in the wager pass last night, but, um, going back to the well, I'm going to try it again. Houston and Boston, you know, I got to make 162 plays on the Red Sox on the season. Um, I'm pretty far away. Nathan Eovaldi, 7-2 with his 3.78 ERA is on the mound. Jake Odorizzi, who's just not doing anything as a pitcher. Um, look, I'm going to target Odorizzi. He's, he's aged poorly. Boston has a team total of five, and I'm looking to hit that. And then, look, Boston's offense needs to wake up. Houston had some big success yesterday against the lefty like we thought they would. Nathan Eovaldi has a chance to bring them back to life today. Seattle-Detroit. Man, we hit the three-piece trifecta on Detroit last night. We were able to take care of the run line, the money line, and the total in the wager pass in tally site. And then I used Detroit in the 100 pick challenge by sports phenom at sports uh, underscore phenoms on Twitter. He's doing a 100 pick challenge, 10 picks minimum per week. And there's about 40 handicappers and it is tough stuff. Um, yeah, really high on the Tigers. I like them again today. First five might look at that line. Um, could be putting that in the wager pass. Could not be. I, you know, hey, that's for you to find out by going to hoop-ball.com. Um, you'll find out eventually, though. Uh, you know, Chris Flexen, Casey Mize on the mound. This Casey Mize kid is just making some ridiculous starts lately. I got the Tigers at minus 125 at opener from what I saw, and now they've swelled up to minus 135. You know, this this Tigers team is one of the hottest teams in baseball. They, over their last 10, uh, I'm sorry, their last five, I'll strap, or I'll, I'll, give, I'll give a little bit of insight on both. Um, they've won two of their last three, but, you know, they, they had a four-game set against the White Sox. They lost 8-9 and one. They lost 1-4 and another, 4-1, I should say. And, you know, their bullpen's been doing really great lately. And then they lost 3-0 in the finale of that White Sox series, which is no tough or no easy task. Six and four in their last ten. And, um, you know, they're just winning some games that they probably shouldn't, and they're gutting out some performances. I, I just like what I see from the Tigers right now. And I'm going to continue to back them until it doesn't work. So, 
Garrett Cole's on the mound for the Yankees. I'm strictly going to look at the offense tonight against Minnesota. Dobnak, 6.19 ERA. He signed that contract, and they are not getting their money's worth. Well, I mean, I, they probably are because they signed him to a terrible low, low contract. But, yeah, I don't have much to say on this one other than over Yankees team total is something that I'm looking at. Uh, when lineup set, you know, that'll definitely cement it into place. Toronto, White Sox, we got Alec Manoa, Lance Lynn. I think this is going to be a phenomenal pitching matchup. Manoa going up against another top echelon uh, type pitcher. He went head-to-head against Garrett Cole, and he won. And then he also went against – who was it? He's faced another tough pitcher. And then he's also got uh, Lance Lynn to look at here now. He's 1-0 with a 3.86 ERA. Manoa is. He's a righty. Lance Lynn, 7-1, 1.23 ERA. This guy is just just dominant. I took under 8.5 as something I was looking at. It's under 8 now. The line has moved. I'm not looking to play anything as far as a side. I don't really trust the White Sox in my personal perception and able-minded ability to make wagers on them. Wrap it up with some Royals and Angels talk. This series has been kicking my butt, and I don't understand it. The Royals cooled off very, very quick. Griffin Canning, I usually take the over in games that he pitches in. Brad Keller's pitching, so the Angels are probably going to have some more offensive success tonight. Brad Keller has been doing better lately, but he still has gotten his struggles. The Angels, I should say, have some really good eyes as far as getting on base in this series, and Keller struggles with people getting on base. So look for a couple multi-run dingers tonight, I'm thinking, from the A's. I want to be real brief on that one, okay? So we are moving on from the MLB to the NBA. So I can talk one pick, one play, and one game. And I am going to be talking about the Phoenix Suns and the Denver Nuggets. Phoenix at home. Denver minus five and a half points. Or I'm sorry, plus five and a half points. It was at six. It got down to five, I noticed. It's gone back up to five and a half. I think... Phoenix is going to go up to zero. They're just unbelievably hot right now. They're clicking. Um, the play for me, though, is going to be on the total. I, You know, they're clicking. So over 223, something that I'm looking at. And, you know, I want to see what Brew has in mind and the rest of our NBA guys with some prop plays. And I might lead on them in the 100-pick challenge tonight uh, to help round out my card. So like I said, over 223, Denver, you know, I I think they're going to dream walk a little bit because uh, Jokic won the MVP. He's going to, you know, he realizes he won the MVP. So just look for, look for Phoenix to uh, catch him slipping. You know, this is going to be a fun game, 830 TNT. All right. All right. I think that's going to wrap it. You know, I need to get this show out because we got baseball starting. I said it was going to be a rapid fire show today. Rapid fire show, rapid fire, good vibes, good times, good energies. As you know, I'll slingshot all of my good vibes, all my good energies to you. Thank you so much for all the listens and the views and the stuff. Honestly, it means a lot. We're growing exponentially right now and it's, it's not going to stop. So all of your love and support 
definitely helps and all of it is appreciated. Join the family in any capacity you'd like. We'd love you to join and write for us if you want. We'd love you to just uh, like our stuff or see how we're doing from time to time. So let us check on you. Let us become family. Don't forget the promo codes. Don't forget all that other good stuff. Don't forget the baseball bets. I'm not going to harp too much here at the end. Otherwise, uh, it could go on forever. So, again, very much so appreciated. Today in sports betting is out. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.